Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Zynga from ABC's On the Red Carpet. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together, we are taking you Inside Disney. All right. I mean, who says we don't keep giving tell it hurts here at D23 Inside Disney? <laughs> that is our slogan. <laughs> we are here with a very special bonus episode. We all loved Avatar The Way of Water so much that when we had the opportunity to speak with Jack Champion and Trinity Jolie Bliss, we could not say no. We are so thrilled to have them on the show. Please know we are full spoiler here. So if you have not already seen Avatar The Way of Water, you may want to pause on this, go see it, and then <laughs> hit play again. It's a wonderful holiday gift. Make that gifts. We loved this duo as Tuk Tire and Spider in Avatar The Way of Water. He played one of the only actual humans in the film, and she is the adventurous young daughter of Jake and Neytiri. Like Jeffrey said, we are headed to spoiler territory. You have been warned. Please welcome <laughs> to the show, Jack Champion and Trinity Jolie Bliss. Yay! We obviously loved The Way of Water. What was the audition process like for each of you? And was there a significant amount of tree climbing and swimming involved? <laughs> There actually was tree climbing. There was, because during the early stages of my auditioning process, my mom sent Margie Simpkin, the casting director, a photo of me climbing like this hundred foot tall tree in my neighborhood. <laughs> and apparently that really <laughs> propelled me through the casting ranks because Jim saw that photo and he was like, wow, I guess he's like Spider or something. So, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think we were signing these, not signing, but on this paper, there's checklists or something. And mm -hmm. I said that I could swim. And I actually told Jim in the final audition that I could swim. He also asked, can you do stunts? I was totally like, yeah, I can do stunts and did a cartwheel right then and there for him, <laughs> which was fun. But I hope that proved. It sounds like my words were trusted. Well, I have to know what was your favorite stunt? Favorite hmm. stunt. Probably me. Well, in movie two, because, you know, we filmed two movies, so I can't talk about three but two oh you're among friends share everything <laughs> yeah i know i feel like the one where i get like knocked off this ledge from an explosion like it's like a reaction was my favorite stunt to do because i just for an entire day i basically just threw myself down like a hill for like a whole day and i got super muddy and i got a couple of real bruises and cuts but it was worth it because the movie looks insane like i was just like crashing and hitting myself because i'm tied up i have handcuffs on so it's like it made it all the more like challenging to fall safely and you know yeah. but it, it looked great in the end we want to know what was filming like i mean jack you basically were the only human right amongst all these navi <laughs> so what was that like for you it was fun i did two and a half years in la with the cast so mm -hmm. i was in a performance yeah. capture suit on the gray sound stage and did everything so i basically did all my scenes twice and i did two and a half years performance capture with the cast and then another two and a half years in new zealand by myself without the cast and I basically just acted to like we I had an acting troupe around me and they'd wear like these Navi foam things on their puppets. shoulders. <laughs> puppets, yeah. So I was basically just acting to a foam face or a tennis ball sometimes for two two and a half years. Yeah. So, but you nailed it. I, hopefully. I hope I nailed it. Oh, you you nailed it. <laughs> you I mean now we just need to know who was more fun to act with, foam faces or humans. <laughs> 
Home bases definitely give you some more creative leg room, but I guess, but um, <laughs> I mean, obviously nothing beats working with like Sigourney Weaver, or Stephen oh, Lang, because they're right. masters. Definitely. Trinity, you have to know, what was it like going in? I feel like, did you only have to film once then? And what was that like with all the motion capture? How is it with all the stuff attached to you to capture everything you're doing? Funnily enough, I think performance captures so much like typical acting. Really, the only difference is that we really have to let our imagination just run free and really imagine that world around us in our mind. So it took some imagination, but we did it. And also with a lot of help from Jim, who always takes so much time before every scene to just explain to us where our characters are. And he always makes us feel so at ease. So we can share our ideas with him and kind of brainstorm our characters and monologues with him. But it was a really fun filming process and kind of freeing almost being in the volume or in the tank. And when you're actor to actor and we have each other and also so much support with the crew around us, it's pretty, pretty fun, pretty fun. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds constricting. It sounds constricting. With all the, you have to worry about so much, but really once you're out there on the soundstage with other actors, it's just like any other shoot. Yeah. Jack, Spider and Kiri have a real bond. And you mentioned working with Sigourney. What was that like? Sigourney is an adult human and playing a significantly younger character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, we actually have Sigourney on the show by coincidence. Wow. Sick. Yes. Um, hopefully she said good things about me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Jack, we'll, we'll discuss this later. <laughs> oh, no. Um, she had great things to say about everyone, actually. Yes. Sig is the nicest. Yeah, she really is the nicest ever. person. Like to work with her at such a young age, I don't think I appreciated it enough at the time because when you're working at 12, 13, you just, you know, it's like your life. But looking back, I'm just so grateful to have had that time with her. But I remember from like the very first screen test with Sig, I just felt like we had some kind of connection and we really just hit it off. Just like Kiri Kiri. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious about the diving because we keep hearing about the holding of the breath, maybe the friendly competitions of people who did it longest. Trinity, what was that like for you? You spent a lot of time in the water and you were very young at the time when you were filming and you don't have the same, potentially the same breath capacity as some of the older people. And Jack, you're in the water a bit, but you don't do quite as much. So what was that experience like for you? I mean, I did a lot of water stuff as well, like a lot of free diving, a lot of scuba And I remember working with John Garvin, scuba guy, a lot. And I got to the point where he could like flip me around, toss like all my scuba equipment off and literally blindly could find it, you know, clear my mask, put all the scuba equipment back on. (laughs) So like I got to the point where I was so like Navy SEAL ready with my scuba equipment (laughs) and then ended up just in a full face mask. So it's like I didn't need (laughs) it. It was just a lot of fun. And I trained with them. So I did everything they did. Free diving too, yeah. Wow. You made it up to five minutes, 33 seconds. Yes. He is still sad to this day that he was so close to beating Tom Cruise just 20 seconds more and he could have done it. Yeah. He talks about it often, but. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Trinity. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my little lungs made it up to three minutes, 30 seconds. Wow. But I was always in such awe of my older castmates. I mean, Kate. Made it up to seven, eight minutes. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my god. So amazing. Yes. Really, yeah. 
I would have passed out. Like, seriously, <laughs> I commend you all. I, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> I'm like gasping for breath just right, hearing I you say that. <laughs> Truly, though, I mean, in the water scenes, when we'd watch it at the screening or at the premiere, I felt like I was holding my breath and just kind of paddling through the water yeah. whenever there was a water scene because it's so immersive. But we had just the best training. Oh, my training gosh. Us. And I just remembered something. I can't say it because it's a movie. Three things. Oh, 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 so cool though. They, I can't say. But so right. it. No spoilers here. I know it's so <laughs> cool though. Like they built something that's so cool. I can't say. You'll but... see soon. Well, 2024. Yeah, soon. Eh. 2024. Okay, we'll be holding our breath till then. Oh. <laughs> Beating world records. Yeah, really. Yeah. You're going to hold the world record for two years. Jack, you weren't wearing much <laughs> during the entire film. I could imagine that that must have been the most freeing experience, but what was it like for you? Were you self-conscious or were you comfortable? What was it like? Yeah, well, I have to give props to my trainer, Josh Murillo, who I work with to this day. He helped me go from like a pudgy 12-year-old, <laughs> you know, like, 16 when I wrapped finally like a little ripped you know get a little bit of muscle and but, thank yeah. you but really all credit goes to Josh Mario because he just helped me like we spent hours in the gym like five days a week bodybuilding stuff like that so by the time I got to New Zealand I felt pretty comfortable in my loincloth because I was like <laughs> oh, I know I don't look terrible and honestly spending years in your loincloth you just get used to people like looking at your butt you know and I've never been that self-conscious because I've I, when I was younger I'd always have my shirt off so ironically in our performance capture suits we'd have a loincloth taped to those true. velcro suits we never really thought about it just looking at pictures later on and thinking back to those days it's like wow Trinity what is it like for you then with the performance capture suit how was it was it comfortable yeah, it actually was really comfortable. It was like gym clothes. The underwater performance capture oh my suit, gosh. that was uncomfortable. There's pictures getting into our performance capture suits with sweaty faces and like Ugh. stricken faces. Ugh, giving me flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sounds like you guys had a lot of fun filming. Do you have a funniest favorite memory mm. that you can say on a Disney podcast? That <laughs> you can say on a Disney podcast. <laughs> um... I don't know if this is the funniest, but remember Julian at the soundstage? And mm -hmm. he had, since our performance capture suits, they had a lot of Velcro so you could put things on them. He had those little Velcro patches yeah. that you could stick on. And like, I would borrow the one that says the future is female. And you'd borrow like this, what, if not the squirrel, what would you borrow? There was one that said coffee makes me poop. And I remember I wore that. <laughs> okay. These are truths. Yeah. I just feel like it's something everyone needs to confront, you know? We you need to stop living in lies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the toughest scene to film? Toughest scene to film. I'll, I'll let you think, because I definitely know my answer. It's basically the the shot where I tell Kiri, like, you know, the ship's going down. I'm like, all right, stay with me. And, like, I get spin, and then, like, oh, I yeah. pop up. And then I'm like, hey, Loak, bro, let's now we have to search for for Jake. And then I join on the, the Elu and we swim down. And like the whole thing's probably like two minutes in total at most of me swimming through the wreckage, finding Quaridge, picking him up, you know, dragging, like but that was a tough scene. Yeah, that took like three weeks to film all of that. Oh wow. And it was sometimes I'd be underwater for hours while they were adjusting lighting because you know, water works weird and 
you know, everything has to be perfect. And I, I'd have to be down there for a while and mm-hmm. hands would be so pruney and, you know, like, like a raisin. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, there was a lot of stuff that was really tough to shoot. And it's just underwater because water doesn't do exactly what you want it to. Mm-hmm. The way of water it doesn't conform to anyone, you know? <laughs> Mahalo. Mahalo. I think the first tough scene that comes to mind was probably in those ship wreckage yeah. moments. Mm. I think maybe it was the swim out moment. I can't remember exactly which scene it was, but it was one of the scenes when we're trapped. And I think it was might have even been a different version of the scene than it ended up being in the final cut. But it was just a little bit longer and we were under there and we were really deep. I remember just being really nervous, but it ended up not being the toughest scene to film and a day that I'll always remember because Hmm. remember Sig came up to me and she knew that I was really nervous and she just kind of talked to me and got me in the zone and made me feel really confident and prepared and so whenever I'm feeling the jitters I kind of think back to that day and that moment (laughs) the jitters jitters. but that tough scene became like advice that I'll always remember from Sig Hmm. well continuing on in a little bit of the spoiler territory Jack Spider does have the chance to kill Navi Quaritch and or not kill him but let him die let him die why do you think he saves him? That's it's a good question. It's complicated. It's complicated, <laughs> yeah. Well, Jim spent a long time talking to me, explaining to me why he would save Gorge, basically. And I think it's it's a mix of things. It's He had spent months with Gorge at that point, you know, with Gorge. And he feels like he's slowly starting to kind of understand the Navi way, because how can he not? He connected with the Ikran, he flew he you know is like running through the forest with him all day so i feel like he feels really connected to courage and he feels like he's starting to have some kind of father-son relationship and since he's always longed for a family a true accepting family he kind of feels like courage is accepting him and also courage just saved his life when natiri just like you know was about to kill him so i think there's just a mix of him feeling connected Quartz just saved his life and he's like, well, guy's a jerk, but I'm going to let him, I have to save him. I can't let him die. So that's what he was saying. Mm. You also have the boy on bike credit in Avengers Endgame. Is it true you booked Endgame the same day you booked Avatar? Yeah. Well, no, not booked. I I booked the screen test for Avatar and found out I booked the role for Avengers Endgame all on the same same day. Wow. That's just... And... When you went to film that uh, the kid on bike scene with Paul Rudd, you told him that you had a screen test for Avatar. Yeah. And then you saw him at D23 when you were there for Avatar. And I saw Paul Rudd and I was like, dude, like it was a moment where I feel like I was, I told him I made it. I'm here. Yeah. I got the role. I did (laughs) it. I felt for me, it was like a peak moment, something that I'd looked forward to for a long time if I was to ever meet him again. So it, it just felt like a good conclusion, you know? Speaking of Paul Rudd, what was it like filming with him? I only filmed with him for one day, but it's so easy for a A-list actor and only be on set when they absolutely have to be. But he spent all day inside a little tent with me and I'm technically, you know, 500th on the call sheet. So we could have been separated, <laughs> but, but I asked him if I could sit with him and he was like, yeah, sure, I don't mind. So me and my mom sat like right next to him 
And I remember just asking him questions like, Ant Man, how does that work? And he explained like everything, like the PIM particle. And he was just really great. He answered all my questions. He was super nice. And uh, yeah. Hmm. We've seen your socials. We know you've been to Pandora, the world of Avatar, at least once. What was that experience like for you? Well, we've been there three times, all of them together. It's true. Ah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We went there for the first time 2017, 2018, and then like a month ago. Yeah. 2017 almost felt like a part of our training almost. Yeah. Like a mm. psychological part of our training to really see Pandora, which was amazing. Because at the time it was like less than a year old. Like it was brand new, basically. Like not only were we just casting this giant movie, but then we get to go to a new park based off of the movie. Like it just felt like we were on top of the world in that moment. There was, was so, cool. so much excitement and yeah. definitely an on top of the world moment. Especially since we were on Flight of Passage, which we just figured out a month ago is actually high up and moving. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was a simulation this whole time, but it's actually four stories up and moving. Yeah. You just look <laughs> back, just you can me. see it move. <laughs> I just this whole time thought it was just a simulation, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I, you know, this has been so much fun. You all have the best chemistry just permeates on screen. And thank you so much. Now, before we go, we ask all of our guests, what is your favorite Disney memory? Ooh, does it have to be one? <laughs> I defer to Jeff. We're happy to chat with you all day long, but we, we know you've got other things to do, but <laughs> we're, we're ready. Oh, okay. Um, First one that comes to mind is meeting Tinkerbell at Disneyland. Oh. I think Tinkerbell was one of my first Disney kind of loves, Disney obsessions. Yeah. And when I met her at Disneyland and she gave me a big hug and me in pixie dust. Oh. And that was a magic Disney moment for a little me. Also, <laughs> I guess since Avatar is part of Disney, Book in the roll. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Two Disney memories I'll always remember. Yeah. I feel like oh. one of my favorite Disney memories is just because it was so surreal. Aside from like Avatar, my dad took me when I was younger to Disney World and we went on the ride where you go through time, you know? In, in Space of Earth. Yes, of course. I remember just being like a little kid and him explaining to me because, you know, start off at, during caveman times. And since, like, I guess I didn't really listen to the thing, he would just, like, explain to me, this is caveman time. Now this is the Renaissance. This is 500 years ago. Now this is 200 years ago. And I remember I truly felt so magical to me. Like, I was truly going back in time. Like, I, I think I probably thought I was because I was so young. It was just a really magical experience because I thought I was, like, back in time. Mm -hmm. And my dad's here and he's telling me all these different times of, of the yeah. world. And <laughs> Yeah, it was just really cool. And... I can't help but also say going to Pandora. Oh yeah. Right after getting cast in Avatar because we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Lodge and, and oh. Magical <laughs> is the right word for that trip. It truly felt magical. That's amazing. I love that you referenced the spaceship Earth thing. And both of you had moments when you were younger that left those big impressions. Cause I have a feeling that Avatar the Way of Water for people who are very young are gonna go to that film and say, I want to go to Pandora, that, you know, they're going to be as immersed and believing everything on the screen as you guys did, which I think is something great that you're passing along. Yeah. Thank you. I really hope. Fingers I really hope crossed. so too. We will have done our job if that's the case. Yes. 
Jack Trinity, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the movie. Yes. We cannot wait for the next one, but we are going to have to go back and see Way of Water at least three or four more times. Correct. <laughs> but hopefully we'll see you both again very soon. Yes. Thanks nice so much. Nice to meet you. Take care, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. You guys, they were so much fun. Mm-hmm. Bright energy. Great yes. energy. <laughs> And as much as I'm like ready to watch The Way of Water again, I can't wait to see the third one. They like totally wet our appetites for right? that. Right? Well, thank you all again for listening to this very special bonus episode of D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, just hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.